everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Wealth Journal podcast with me, Jay Hardy. And as you'll have noticed for the last four episodes, it's been great to have some guests on the podcast. I've really enjoyed interviewing the the recent guests. It's been it's been actually great for me from a, a podcast management perspective because obviously I have to prepare for the guests, but really in terms of me talking, it's quite limited. I just ask a few questions and sit back and listen, let them do the hard work. So it has been good fun and also I've learned a huge amount speaking to to the guest. Um but this week, I just wanted to give you guys a bit of an update in terms of what's been going on with me the last four weeks and any sort of key points from my from my wealth journal. A few skeptics might say, have you had a few guests cancel on you this week or do you just want to give us an update? Who knows? Who knows what the truth is? But I do have a couple of points in my wealth journal and I thought I'd just take you through them. So first of all, the overall state of the markets. Now, since I last recorded a solo episode, there's been some significant changes in the markets. In January, the markets pretty much started the year. Um, well, it was basically one of the worst beginnings in, in history to the mark, financial markets. I think we closed the, out the year pretty strong. And then January has been, been a bit of a disaster. And if you started investing in 2021 when the markets were at all-time highs, then at the moment you're probably wondering what the hell has happened. Well, this sort of decline was always going to be a possibility. And if you recall my predictions for 2022 in episode 14, I said that we will at some point in 2022 see a real slowdown and also a correction, particularly in the high-value tech stocks. But that seems to have reverberated around the markets as well. So there we go. One of my predictions has actually come true. Um, and I think probably one of the, the biggest impacts was was the NASDAQ. Obviously, that's that's pretty tech heavy um, as an index. And that fell at one point in January, like 14% from, from the 31st of December. So poor start to the year. And a lot of that's just been down to inflation and then the fear that the Federal Reserve in, in the US will raise interest rates a lot quicker than expected. And this has caused this, this correction and knock-on effect, really. And also here in the UK, we also had the Bank of England last week raise interest rates from 0.25% to 0.5%. So this form of monetary policy is designed to um, reduce the amount of money in the system effectively i mean the, uh, the the federal reserve will also start to to ease their monetary policy um the uk obviously increasing the interest rates it makes it a little bit more costly for firms then to borrow potentially they have to sell them as, uh, assets to, to pay the the high interest rate and of course that has a, a negative impact on asset prices and, and that's what we've seen and we've seen similar crashes as well in the crypto markets again higher interest less disposable money, potentially less investment going into crypto. And then we've seen, we've seen dips. And of course, in crypto, there's always bigger dips as well. But that's, hey, that's crypto for you. So how do you manage in a market like this? Well, it's a tough time for a retail investor or retail trader. And if you started to invest in 2021, then it's probably not looking great for you at the moment. And most retail investors tend to not be too sure of what to do in this sort of market conditions. It is much more fun to invest when everything's going up to the moon, but it's important not to forget that the moon also has a dark side. So sometimes when the market falls, it does create opportunities to rebuy into positions or buy the dip, as, as we know it's called sometimes. But I would add a little bit of caution here. Yes, you know, when the market goes down, it's better just potentially not do anything and 
and yeah, good time to maybe buy a little bit more of, of stocks that you like because they're, I guess they're much cheaper. But a word of caution, don't buy too much of the dip. Don't overstretch yourselves because stocks can continue to go down, especially for them high-valued growth stocks. The bottom could still be quite far off. But if you do have some cash on the sidelines and you're happy to continue to invest, then it might be sensible just to dollar cost average at this stage and just continue to, to average in and maybe not overstretch yourself just because there's been a dip. And you don't want to be potentially investing money that you you can't afford to do either. Now, another question is, do I sell? Well, if I sold my stocks every time the market took a bit of a dip, I probably would be struggling right now and I would definitely lock in quite a lot of losses. I mean, most of my stock portfolio is in ETFs, which I generally have a very long-term view on them. So I've just got to ride the ups and downs really. And I'm not necessarily necessarily saying here, never sell, because look, There may be circumstances in your life when you just need to sell. You need the money. There's been an unforeseen cost, unforeseen bill or whatever. So sometimes I know you might not want to lock in a loss, but individual circumstances might mean it's just the right time. So in terms of, yeah, my summary there of how you manage a market like this. Yes, there might be opportunities if if you are able to buy stocks that you liked literally just a few weeks ago, and now they're even cheaper. Potentially continue just to average into the market. Don't necessarily change what you're doing. And in some cases, yeah, if you really need the money, then maybe selling is an option. But for me, sometimes you've also got to have patience. And my next point really is a portfolio update. So for January, now my plan... I outlined my investment strategy, I think, in my, my final solo episode before I did a few interview episodes. And that was to continue investing in, in sort of ETFs and then also portion part of my portfolio in crypto. In January, I I actually did a bit of a sneaky investment. There was a bit of a dip in the crypto market and I, I bought off strategy into crypto, which, yes, um, I admit probably wasn't probably wasn't the best thing to do because I, I I wanted to stick to a plan. Anyway, let's just forget that for a second. Got to the end of January. Um, I, I made my my stock investments, my, my ETF. I averaged into the S&P 500 and then I, I, I used the rest of the, of the investment to buy some of the crypto purchases that I wanted to make, which was Bitcoin, Ethereum and Matic, which um, is Polygon. Matic's the, the native token and Polygon is a uh, layer two scaling solution for Ethereum. Um, I, I recommend you look into that project. It's it's a it's a pretty cool one. Obviously, I'm not recommending you buy it. I'm just saying, do your own research. Uh, recently announced a huge uh, amount of investment into that into that project as well. Uh, pretty much as I'm recording this episode. What else have I been up to? Well, at the moment, I'm reading Bitcoin and blockchains. Um, just to try and sharpen my knowledge there. It's quite a. I think it was written in around about 2018. And um, it gives a very good sort of fundamental understanding of what is Bitcoin, what is a blockchain and how how does it all work. Um, I've recently listened to a podcast called The Crypto Queen, and I think that was came out around about 2019. And I recommend you have a listen to that if you're if you're interested in crypto and some of the history around uh, some of the crypto scams that sort of popped up. And this one, I think this one began maybe around... 
in its height 2017, 2018. And it was all about this cryptocurrency called OneCoin, created by um, somebody called Dr. Ruja Ignatova. And they built up this huge hype around this cryptocurrency. Uh, and then eventually she just disappeared. And apparently, I mean, there's quite a few different figures banded around, but up to four billion dollars worth of investment went into this fake cryptocurrency it was essentially a a ponzi scheme a pyramid scheme and um yeah obviously a shame for anybody who's invested in it but a fascinating story at the same time so that's on bbc sounds check that out i've also been doing a little bit of reading around technical analysis um so looking at um analyzing stock charts again just purely for my own interest and I've been busy working on lining up some more podcast guests, so spending a little bit of time on that, and hopefully the next few weeks I'll continue to bring to bring more guests onto the podcast. And really, I just wanted to use this opportunity just to thank everyone who's been listening to those those episodes and continues to do so, but also just ask you, you know, for a bit of feedback. I'm always welcome for a bit of feedback. Let me know how you found them episodes, the the interview ones. Um, would you like to see more of those episodes? Would you prefer to see more solo episodes? Would you prefer just to have a bit of both? Any particular guests you'd like to see on the podcast? I know recently there've very much been Web three NFT related episodes, and that's where my head's been at recently. It's been a, an exciting space. I've wanted to really learn a little bit more about it. I've not made huge investments in the NFT space, so. I've, I've almost used the podcast to try and just one build my own network, but also just understand the topic in a little bit more detail by speaking to to experts in the space. So I found that I found that really really useful from a, a personal point of view, and hopefully you, the listener, have enjoyed it too. Uh, but that's it for me today. Uh, it was just a quick quick podcast episode uh, this week, and then um, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care. 